welcome to Carry On the Podcast, a travel theme podcast here to bring you the good, the bad, the ugly, the underbelly of all things travel and anything else that you can fit into your overhead bin. I'm your host, Emily, and let's jump right into it. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome back to Carry On the Podcast. This is episode two. I am Emily, uh, host of today's podcast, uh, the only one recording today's podcast, and uh, today's topic of the podcast, and this is our second one, uh, to kind of warm everyone up, maybe say a little bit about myself in the process, uh, the topic of today, I'm going to go with, um, I guess we'll find out, but basically my trip through Memphis and my love for Bespo Shop. So I am from New Jersey. I lived in Florida for four years for college Uh, and eventually this past summer, summer of July 2019, I had to pack up my Honda CRV and make the move back to New Jersey to live with my parents. Um, I decided to make the most of it. I had uh, a lot of free time this summer. So I kind of pitched my mom this idea that she's had since I moved to Florida originally was to do a southern road trip. So a few ideas were tossed around going up the east coast, hitting Savannah, Georgia, Charleston, and then up that direction two days before. So the best part about road trips is the there's nothing to be booked. Everything was kind of going to be booked from the passenger seat off my phone as my mom was driving. So we really had no plans, and it was amazing. We just, I packed everything onto the roof rack of my car, and we left Orlando in the morning, and we kind of just went for it. Two days before, um, two days before we left, my mom called me and said, "Scratch it. We're not going to Savannah. We're not going to Charleston." Uh, the reason for that was that both of those places have fairly large airports, and they're super easy to get to from the New York City area by flight. Uh, it's really common to go to Charleston. I know it's up and coming for like maybe not up and coming. It's already there. It was named one of the best cities in the past few years for tourism in the U.S. Um, so Charleston's beautiful, but there's a lot of reasons to go to Charleston. Weddings, bachelorette parties, girls weekends, things like that. And um, me and my mom saw the potential that we had a car and we could really go places that we would never be able to get to from an airport without you know, a car and this um, vast amounts of flexibility and time. So two days before she said, scratch the plan, drop a new plan. We're gonna go up out of Florida and go to the west side so we're gonna go through Alabama uh, Mississippi Tennessee straight across Tennessee and if you know what Tennessee looks like it's flat you go we went directly across it and then kind of quickly up directly into New Jersey um, through uh, a lot of states I don't have a map in front of me but god from Tennessee I think we hit like five states in one day it was insane. We woke up and we were like, we have no idea what state we're in. And every license plate in the hotel parking lot was different. But, um, so today's podcast will be focusing on our road trip. We were about halfway through and we were in Memphis, Tennessee. So if you're looking at Tennessee, it's long and flat. It's kind of like Florida on its side. Memphis is all the way on the left side and Nashville is closer to the right side of Tennessee. So Memphis was our first city to hit in Tennessee. Some things about Memphis to note is that it is uh, kind of the home to music. I'm no expert, but 
um, kind of like your early 60s. So Graceland's in Memphis. It's right outside of Memphis. So Elvis's recording studio, not his own, but where he recorded some of his music, as well as uh, Johnny Cash and a few others. My mom's an expert on this kind of stuff. Um, but just as an overview of Memphis, music heavy, just a really big music city. Um, Beale Street is in Memphis. So it's similar to, if you're familiar with Nashville, similar to Broadway in Nashville, but um, a little smaller. It's kind of, it reminds you a lot of Bourbon Street, but it's just these neon lights, just one small street. Um, open carry, as in alcohol, not guns. Open carry, open container, I guess is the saying. Um, so Memphis is pretty cool, but it is still uh, southern, you know, Tennessee. I believe it borders Mississippi. God, someone's going to write back and be like, you don't know anything about geography. And I, it's true, I don't, I don't, you know, caught me on that. But um, the point of the story is my time in Memphis and how Bass Pro Shop played into it. So my summer of into senior year of high school, I had to go, I went to this like college prep summer camp. God, that sounds nerdy. And um, they took us to Bass Pro Shop in something fox oh god not foxwood shoot massachusetts somewhere in massachusetts and they took us to a bass pro shop there it's right outside of gillette stadium why can't i think of the name of it Foxborough, Foxborough, Massachusetts. Bass Pro Shop in Foxborough, Massachusetts. It, uh, so we went in. I never knew what Bass Pro Shop was. I do not hunt. I do not fish for game. I don't necessarily wear camo at all until this point. And I walked in there and I fell in love. Um, it could be seen as a redneck heaven. Everything is camo from your coffee cups to your uh, baby blankets to literally everything is camo, but I just fell in love. I don't know what about it. I was hooked, I was hooked, I was hooked, I was hooked. Massive store, um, huge, like, bass fish tank. It was just a really, really cool experience all around, and it was just, I don't know, it's kind of cool. Like, someone from New Jersey, and I was like, this is amazing, I feel like I'm in the South, but I'm only in Massachusetts. Fell in love with Bass Pro Shop. Fast forward a year later, I moved to Orlando. Orlando also has a Bass Pro Shop. So Bass Pro Shop is kind of this destination shopping spot. You're not gonna find it everywhere, but when you do find it, it's gonna be really huge and grandiose and kind of look like a mix between Great Wolf Lodge and Wilderness Lodge. Really cool place. So we go there, it's my orientation weekend for college. And I'm like, mom, can we go to Bass Pro Shop? So we go, hooked, I love it. I'm like kid in a theme park, love it. which is ironic that I love it so much because I really have no ties to it. Um, again, I don't really hunt, I don't fish, and I, I'm not, you know, a huge uh, patron saint of either of those activities. I'm not the largest fan of them, but that's a little bit political, which I won't get into yet. But um, anyway, so I love Best Pro Shop. Fast forward four years later of my just 
soft spot for Bass Pro Shop and we're driving to Memphis and uh, maybe a day or two before we get there we start looking at hotels in case they're sold out and I see this thing on this like Google you know when you search something on Google the first two are like ads and then it's like your listings I see this ad and it says something about Bass Pro Shop Memphis and then it says like Grand Pyramid and I was like what? I had no idea what I was talking about and I click on it and it's the Big Cypress Lodge Memphis Tennessee it is in this huge pyramid called the Bass Pro Shop Pyramid. And I was like, what is this? And I'm looking at it a little bit further and it is a amazing, almost resort style, without the pool, but like amenity-wise, hotel inside of this huge glass pyramid in the heart of Memphis, inside a Bass Pro Shop. I couldn't, it literally, it sounds outrageous. It's the Bass Pro Shop Hotel. It's in Memphis, Tennessee, Big Cypress Lodge. And I couldn't believe it. So I sent it to my mom and I'm like, oh my God. It was like a little out of my price range per night. But I was like, this is insane. This will be the creme de la creme. This is, this is the kind of st- stuff that I live for. And I am, I'm a hotel nerd. I love everything about them. All different types of hotels. I'm not picky. I don't care about, you know, I don't, I don't care if they're not the most expensive five-star, you know, seven diamond. I don't care. I like all different types of hotels for whatever reason that they uh, bring to the table. And this was one of them. I was hooked. I had to go to it. I had to. So we're driving and we're kind of working out. Um, I'm uh, kind of the planner in the group between me and my mom. So I'm planning the budgets, kind of seeing, well... If we go with just kind of anything for the first two nights and make it work. And then we can, you know, I'll kind of splurge on two nights in Memphis. We kind of had to rework the schedule to get two nights in Memphis because hotels are hard. If you do one night, you're checking in at 8 p.m. You have to check out at 8 a.m., especially for the kind of trip that we were doing. Like a task-oriented trip, like a moving road trip like that. So we kind of reworked it, and I was like, well, what if we do two nights in Memphis? Like, I really, really, you know, I talk a lot about, like, trips versus vacations, and, like, the vacation aspect of this will be just, like, treating myself, staying in this hotel. So my mom's like, cool, let's do it. Two nights in Memphis, two nights in Spasper Shop Hotel. So drive to Memphis, and I start to see on the other side of the bridge this glass pyramid, and it kind of looks like something straight out of Vegas, very Vegasy. We're pulling up, the sun is setting, the GPS is saying turn right on Bass Pro Shop Ave, and there it is, the Mecca, the creme de la creme, huge glass pyramid, beautiful Tennessee Memphis sun shining on it, Uh, it's like 5pm, 6pm, it's beautiful out, and we pull up, and it is just, every Pro Shop is like this big, you know, big deal, kind of when you pull up, this wow factor, this is a different level, pull up these huge pillars, park the car right in front, we go inside, and I'm freaking out, I'm literally freaking out, there's the bridge in Memphis, the sun is setting, and I'm freaking out walking into this pyramid, I'm just, I'm losing it, I have the, I'm just, I have the videos, I'm full on losing it, I'm so excited, and you walk in, and it's these huge, you know, um, like wilderness lodge style portico share and these huge like elk antler doors all wood just giant everything was giant and you walk in and straight ahead you see a full bass pro shop the whole like all of it the pond 
alligators or crocodiles. I want to say alligators. Don't hold me to that. Alligators, the boats, like everything. This was like a huge Bass Pro Shop. And then you turn to the right and there's a sign, Big Cypress Lodge Hotel. And I, oh my God, amazing. So we go, we check in and it's pretty empty. It's, there's no like kids running around. There's no big groups. It looks just as nice as it looked on the website, which is a really hard for hotels to do. It was just perfect. So we go up, huge wide hallways, take the room key, scan into the door, these wood doors with these antler, you know, door handles. Walk in and it was a log cabin. It was it was just perfect. Uh, as you're walking down the hallway, you have these views of Bass Pro Shop. And we walk in and the most iconic line was, there is a lot of taxidermy in the room, but I'm okay with it. So we walk in and it was exactly what you'd expect. Uh, log cabin, uh, fireplace, taxidermy heads on the wall, which was a little creepy. I, that was the first time I think I've ever stayed in a hotel with that much taxidermy in the room. The nerdiest part of all of my hotels are the bathrooms. I love a good hotel bathrooms. I have a list in my travel notebook of the best hotel bathrooms I've ever been to. And this one's up there. Uh, so double sink, a walk-in shower with a huge bench, uh, the rain shower head, and then a bathtub with like antler, like faucet, faucets, handles. And there's this spotlight at the top of the bathroom that projects like a forest scene into the bathtub. Uh, and then barn doors. It was a beautifully done bathroom. It was a beautifully done room. And given kind of the quality of it, it was mo- relatively moderately priced. So I think we paid about $200 per night for the room. Um, so it's a little bit on the higher end side, but it's not, you know, full-fledged luxury. And uh, these days, for Memphis especially, it was... Uh, pretty solid rate for kind of the quality that you're getting plus you're inside of a bass pro shop and who can love that more so then i kind of just got hooked and it was like this iconic weird thing i did that summer it was like i stayed at this bass pro shop hotel and um, it was great if you're ever in memphis do it go to the store if you're not going to stay at the hotel just kind of check it out it's really funky it's really cool the story behind it's really cool so um so the head of Bass Pro Shop, his name is Johnny something, and he's a big uh, kind of like sport fisherman, and he was in the Mississippi River. God, I might be getting all these names wrong. He's in the Mississippi River. He already had you know a successful line of Bass Pro Shop retail stores, and he's fishing with his two friends, and he says, I will open a Bass Pro Shop in that pyramid if I catch a X amount of pound catfish tonight. And they say, okay, you're going to do it. And he said, yeah, I'll do it. If I catch that catfish, I'll open the store. I'll open the Bass Pro Shop right in that pyramid. And obviously, you know, we all know how that ended because he caught the catfish, said, perfect, let's do it. Open the store, um, open the hotel. He has one other hotel. Oh, somewhere a little more out west, not on the East Coast. Uh, maybe the Great Smoky Mountain? No. Somewhere out west, there's another kind of Bass Pro Shop branded hotel. But that is the story behind the Memphis Bass Pro Shop Hotel, uh, one of my favorite stories to tell. And then, weirdly enough, got just absolutely hooked on Bass Pro Shop. And someone who's not from the south, does not hunt, does not fish, 
that's kind of my claim to frame. And ever since then, I've tried to make it my mission to stop at every Bass Pro Shop that I see during my road trips. So we stopped at another one in Pennsylvania. They're just kind of fun. Kind of found my own thing to do. So hotels come in two kind of different categories in my head. So kind of like the story I just told you of the Bass Pro Shop Hotel, which is a independent, unique hotel. A boutique hotel, some would say, but it's a little big, so usually boutique are kind of smaller rooms-wise. Bass Pro Shop is pretty big rooms-wise, but I would still throw it in their boutique category. And then you have your franchised hotels, your branded hotels, your Marriott's, your Hilton's, your IHG's, your Hyatt's, your Wyndham's, things like that. So as much as I can in the U.S., it's pretty much uh, taken over by brands. And unless you're in a specific city, it's pretty rare to see that many boutique hotels these days. But on that road trip, I did make my mission to stay in, you know, as many kind of off-the-cuff hotels I could. Uh, Memphis is actually home to a lot of them. So you have the Peabody Memphis. There's a few of the really cool ones. And then Bass Pro Shop, which is a little bit further than, like, your main strip of Memphis. The Peabody is a iconic Memphis landmark. It's an iconic landmark when you're talking about anything hotels, old-school hotels. It was recently named one of the... Um, the best historic hotel. It's a half a mile from Beale Street, which is a Memphis icon, music icon, uh, 13-story downtown hotel. It is a four-star hotel, so um, it's really up there as far as amenity-wise. Usually runs about 300-ish dollars during the week. Now, the hotel opened in 1933, and I'm sure you're wondering, how did the duck trend start? Did they just walk in one day? Um, not at all. So, the general manager of the Peabody in the 1930s, he went on a hunting trip in Arkansas, came back with his friends a little too tipsy, and decided, let's put the duck detoy uh, decoys that we use for hunting in the fountains. A few years passed, and a uh, circus trainer said... Oh, those are, you know, funny gig you have going on. Maybe not just like that, but funny gig you have going on with the ducks in the fountain. How about if I train the ducks to walk through the fountain and the lobby instead of having the decoys? General manager said absolutely, and then kind of the rest is history. Uh, 90 years after that, the ducks do their march through the lobby um, every morning at 11 a.m. and every night at 5 p.m., and it has become a Memphis staple the Peabody Ducks. The hotel industry is slowly getting kind of taken over by those larger brands, so it's hard to find those iconic boutique hotels, especially at a price range that's comfortable for kind of a more budget-friendly traveler. But I do encourage, um, do your research. You'll be surprised. I'm a, ba a huge best person fan, and I would have never known there was a hotel there. Do your research. Instagram tags are so, so, so helpful for finding cool hotels. Um, if you see someone that posted something or if you kind of search that area and then go through the location setting instead of like the profile or the hashtag setting, pulling up hotels through there. One, you get a really, really frank look at the hotels. When you're watching someone's Instagram story, you're getting a totally different perspective compared to a hotel website um, photography that's placed there. 
to a person that maybe you know on Instagram or you've seen kind of their first-hand account of the hotel is always going to be way more comforting and way more helpful than any online kind of star review that you're going to read. Um, it gives you a really nice view of the areas of the hotel that you can kind of get a better idea of like how big they are, what are the views like, where is it in the city, what kind of, what type of clientele are staying there, does this fit with kind of my trip, will I fit in there, will I have fun there, uh, is it kind of all hype or is it a really good hotel all around for, you know, clean, safe, your basics like that. So I do encourage everyone to be more adventurous in the hotels that they're picking. Um, have a list of your like top two or three requirements that your hotel room must have and then kind of go from there so take some risks you'll be surprised what you see and then um, as far as like me every time I see a new or different hotel I look at kind of what they're doing and I'm like oh that's a really cool idea and then it kind of adds the stories to tell like oh you know this this crazy shower I guess people are not that into hotel <laughs> bathrooms as I am but um, it just it makes every trip more memorable when it uh, kind of completes the whole experience. So you're going through your whole day, experience an area, or eating at a really cool restaurant, and then you check into a really cool hotel that makes you feel more connected to where you're at, the city you're at, the location you're at, and the trip that you're taking. It turns your whole experience into exactly that, a full package experience. So I really encourage uh, doing some research on some funky hotels um, and then go from there. So that wraps up my love for Bass Pro Shop and my love for hotel bathrooms as kind of an introduction. Um, hope all of this was helpful, kind of inspiring a little bit. Um, if anything, just a cool story and something to look up. It's really fun. Just look up the hotel. It's crazy. Um, also to shed some light to Memphis. Memphis kind of gets looked over in the grand scheme of Tennessee cities because you have the big hitter of Nashville in the same state. But um, Memphis has a lot to offer. Really pretty, really diverse. And um, a little bit off the beaten trail. So if anything, I hope it sheds some light on why I think Best Pro Shops are really cool, why I think Memphis is really cool, why I think um, boutique hotels and hotel bathrooms are really cool, all of the above. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. As always, a new one will be coming out within the next week. Um, please, you know, continue listening on anywhere fine featured podcasts are available. On behalf of Carry On The Podcast, thank you all for listening. Uh, today's podcast was not sponsored or paid for in any way by Bass Pro Shop, but if you are listening to Bass Pro Shop, I do love you. I'm a huge fan. Um, again, to all our Carry On listeners, Thank you for listening. Have safe travels and feel free to email the carryonthepod at gmail.com for any suggestions on new topics to talk about. And as always, be sure to catch us next week for a new episode.